Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you five episodes a week, four of which are solo episodes with Kevin and I, and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer, of The Playbook Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. For those listening, we're shaking our fat heads again. If you have not seen them or heard of them, tune into YouTube to see them. They are a gift from uh, the 500 episode celebration. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we talked about how to get more Sorry, how to get the most out of your time. Actually, I lied to you, just bold-faced lied to every single one of you. Our latest episode is actually our live mastermind with the one and only Gina Swire, how to get to the next level of self-love. Today, for episode number 504, we are going to ask you a simple yet profound question. Is your imagination holding you back? Mm. So to provide some context, I'm going to let Kevin do that because he was doing some reading. Yeah, believe it or not, I spreckens. I, I do a little bit of the reading. You spreckens the reading? I spreckens the reading. So I am reading... <laughs> How to Own Your Mind by the one and only Napoleon Hill. Fire. And in this, he is interviewing Andrew Carnegie, I believe is the correct pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> it's Carnegie. No, 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 it's Carnegie. Really? Yeah. Oh. You're thinking of Carnegie Hall. How dare you come at me with your knowledge? Aren't they the same? I don't think so. Because Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie's different. Different. Yeah. Got it. See that? Who th- whoever, th- whoever thunk that I would know more about a book. So I am reading this book, and it's all about... Well, the title says, How to Own Your Own Mind. But Napoleon Hill is interviewing a lot of successful people. What are you smirking about over there? You're funny. We're going to have to run it back. Um, and one of the things they were talking about is your imagination. So Alan has a quote that I have that he's stolen, and he's used on other shows posing as me, that your reality... <laughs> no, I gave you credit. I appreciate yeah. it. Your reality becomes the parts of your imagination you hold on to the longest, right? So my question, my intention for this episode is for you to ask yourself, how much are you using your imagination, how much are you giving yourself the ability to <laughs> go free, like be free with it? You keep smirking, because it's, it's, I'm in a good mood. You set a timer down? The coffee's really good, yeah. Yep. Hold it, on. it hurts when I can't 1234. see it. 1234. Thank you. Hold on, I got you. So, I, I just think like, I always think back to episode seven when we were the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan and I weren't even working together. And I imagined this right. life that I'm living right now. I said, I want to wake up when I want. I want to podcast with amazing people, spend time with the people I love when I want, right? And now we've built this into a business, mm-hmm. and now that is my life. Is that even possible if I don't first allow my imagination to think about it? No. No. It's a completely different life. So when you say that quote... I'm going to do what you do. Go ahead. Keep going. And you're just going to start smiling. When you say that quote, <laughs> it is difficult. It's difficult. When you say that quote, that your reality becomes the parts of your imagination that you hold on to the longest, can you give a tangible example that most of the, lis- the listeners have probably experienced? I can give an. I can give tons of examples of people who made it. Like a- anybody that you, anybody who, who um, J.K. Rowling, mm-hmm. she believed. She used her imagination and said, "Imagine if I could write this book." And people loved it. And now she is a billionaire and one of the greatest, um, highest selling authors of all time. Right. Disney, Walt Disney. 
Yeah. Walt Disney literally got rejected and laughed at, and his imagination created Disney World and all of the Disneyland and Mickey. Right. Howard Schultz and Starbucks, uh, KFC, uh, and uh, what was his name? Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders. Uh, there's like so many of them. Right. There's so many people who didn't take no for an answer and they imagined Steve Jobs. They imagined what it could be like if they got their idea to the world. A thousand songs in your pocket. Yeah. That was Steve Jobs' thing. Yeah. And then eventually it was, well, now you don't need an iPod and a phone. You can have them both together. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's crazy. It's it, And it, what's interesting too, and I think this is an important thing to note, when Steve Jobs imagined the iPhone, we'll go even farther back, when he imagined the iPad, he couldn't have also imagined that that would eventually be a phone too. It's Wait, almost like first. Ah, uh, the I- iPod. I'm sorry. Oh, did oh, I say iPad? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my it's bad. It's hard because they're okay. all named the same thing. Right. <laughs> right. So, but that's another good point, right? When I remember, I had the very first video iPod. It was like 300 bucks, man. Thing was thick. I used to snowboard with it. Um, which, if you do that and you crash, breaks you. snow. You, your iPod will will break. But I remember, I used to. It used to be. Um, black and white, and you can put full movies on it and stuff. But when Steve Jobs had the first idea for the iPod, and I'm assuming that it was him. I'm not 100% sure that it was him. It might have been someone else on the executive team or even just in the company. But he couldn't have also imagined the iPad. Right. So it's almost like, yes, your reality becomes the parts of your imagination you hold on to the longest, but honestly, it becomes even more than that. And I was talking to Emilia yesterday, we were on the way home from the studio because we had the 500 episode celebration and I was in all my feels and she said, how are you? And I, I basically said like, I'm honestly blown away because, and I said verbatim, driving home, so much of my life is something that I've seen in advance to some extent, some goal that I set in advance. But meeting her, and then yesterday, just to provide context, uh, Emilia, Taryn, and Amy, it was Taryn's idea, but they all came together to help us celebrate 500 episodes. Yep. And what they did for us was they surprised us at the studio, and Emilia had, uh, well, they had all really put together an incredible video of, of listeners and mentors and clients. Uh, they all submitted videos to really celebrate 500 episodes and tell us how we've changed their life. It was the most moving experience of my life. Yesterday was the most grateful I've ever been in my entire life, by far. Um, I was crying. Kevin was crying. It was truly beautiful. But on the way home, I was telling her that so much of my life is spent manifesting or working towards a something that I did see in advance. But the most beautiful gifts I've ever been given were things that I didn't anticipate. That was a surprise. We didn't know that right. was happening. And Emilia was also a surprise. I didn't intend on that necessarily when I first started this journey, but it was. So when Kevin and I first got together and, and this podcast became a thing and I didn't anticipate meeting Emilia, but it was that very journey that started the trajectory and it was you who recommended I reach out, you know? So not only will you, will your reality become the parts of your imagination that you hold on to the longest, I believe it will become far more than you could have imagined. Mm. And I think that's another piece I wanted to bring to this. I was on the phone, so I had my call with the Big Brothers people. How was that? Man? It was it was interesting. 
It, it's 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 funny because and she also was like, I'm gonna listen to your podcast. I can't wait. It's so amazing. Awesome. But at the beginning, she's like, so I'm gonna hit, like hit you with like a lot of deep hard questions. And I was like, honestly, <laughs> I don't think there's anything you could throw at me that I have an answer in front of thousands of people. So like, it's not a big deal. Right. I'm very I'm very open about all this, so it doesn't matter. But one of the questions, and it was a very interesting question. She said, "What do you what do you admire most about children?" I said, wow, that's a really good question. I said, their imagination. The imagination of a child is unlike anything. They think anything is possible, and they don't understand why it isn't. Right. And they have to ask why. Yeah. When does that go away? Like, that goes away after somebody tells you something's not possible. When you're a kid, you believe anything is possible. I know. You believe anything is possible. You literally believe in, like, a fat guy who goes down the chimney. Spoiler alert. Yeah. (laughs) For those of you who don't know that Santa's not real, we apologize for telling you this. (laughs) But it's crazy, man. I, I... what, why, okay, so how do we create our childlike imagination but yet mature in our decision-making paradigm? I don't know. I don't know because you've experienced enough quote-unquote failures at this point in your life that you understand failure is possible. Failure is an option. And when you're a kid, I don't think you internalize it. And when you're a kid, you don't have an ego. That's why, I think. You don't really have an ego that says like, oh, you shouldn't do this. Like, what if you fail? You don't even care if you fail. Like, that's where the fun is anyway. Right. right, Like, how many times as a kid did you fall down doing something? You don't even think about it. Hmm. I think we take things way more personally now than we, we did when we were kids because there's more feedback. You know, and I used to run around naked when I was a kid. I can't do that anymore. I'll get in trouble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't do that? No. No. Hey, no. Yeah. <laughs> do that. You know what I'm saying? That's a great point. You know, this is synchronistic, man, because we're about to do another episode on the darker side. Yes, if you're listening to this on Friday, Friday, <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be dropping number 505, the darker side of success. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, you're going to get a little oh, giggle man. with your knowledge this today. This coffee is good. It should be. This is what it should be. Level up your laughs, your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. The coffee's I'm good. I'm glad we can have fun. It's important. Coffee's good. Coffee's delicious. Because yeah, I, I get the good You get the stuff. real stuff. Yeah. It's strong. Yeah. Strong. get the good stuff. So, um... The reason this is synchronistic is because right now we're talking about the benefits of imagination and how kids have this unbelievable imagination and they don't know what can go wrong yet and how that's actually a good thing. But yeah. we're about to talk about the darker side of success, which is like, wait a minute, you have to be real with yourself about what is possible for you and what it's going to require of you if you do believe anything's possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it it's goes this, both ways. Yeah, it's this weird duality of like, you know, let's say you're a little kid watching Peter Pan and, and fairy dust gets sprinkled on you and you can, <laughs> right? and you can fly personal, personal, to Neverland. It's a personal experience. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you've never seen Peter Pan? Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever been afraid to tell your friends or your family what you really wanted out of life? It's clear that you want to get to the next level. Join our private Facebook group. In that private Facebook group, you're going to get around a growth-minded, like-minded community who all have goals and dreams. That way you won't feel alone, you can be vulnerable, you can be understood, and again, there's nothing more important than getting on a winning team. To join Next Level Nation, just click the link in the show notes. I'll let you. Oh, okay. Yeah, you haven't. No, you haven't. Okay, so anyways, you believe that you can fly off to Neverland, whatever, as a kid. As an adult, you know... The Wrights brothers needed to believe that they could get a flying vehicle. So you needed to believe it was possible, but it's not going to be sprinkling fairy dust. But it's this weird duality of you have to understand that jumping off this cliff will kill you because you don't have fairy dust. But also you have to remember that, like, what if what if I could fly? 
yeah. enough to believe in airplanes, right, or spaceships. It's interesting too it's because the reason I like that quote that your reality becomes the parts of your imagination that you hold on to the longest, it's because you have to keep imagining it, mm-hmm. right? Like we're imagining. It's almost like in this weird way. I never imagined really 500 episodes. I know you didn't. I know for sure you didn't. Mm-hmm. But I imagined. No, I did. You said didn't. I, I I meant like in terms of like you just assumed it was going to be a million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. The studio. I imagined what the studio would look like, what right. it would feel like, and it is that now. Now, obviously, I'm imagining what's going to be next. Mm-hmm. I'm already thinking of like, well, what can I do? You know, whatever. But that's how it always is. You have to, con- your imagination never stops. Right. And it's almost like when you get in the game, whatever your respective game is, maybe it's podcasting, you know, whatever business, whatever relationship, whatever place you're going in your life, it's your imagination should never end because when your imagination ends, your results do too. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah. Do, will you imagine this episode? Yeah. It's happening unconsciously or... It's going worse than we thought. Yeah, <laughs> or hyperconsciously. One thing I wanted to ask you is, you imagine the studio, and we can look at the exact photo. Mm-hmm. We've shown it on Masterminds. When, when you spend so much time imagining and emotionalizing, and this is something that you proactively do regularly. I don't feel like I'm as proactive because I think vision orientation's always been more of a thing. Mm-hmm. Was it a letdown when you were in the studio? I, I remember there was a little bit of like, a, oh, like... I, I guess how does that feel to actually manifest it? Because sometimes it's not what you thought it was, right? Yeah, I, I don't. It's interesting because I think I assumed we'd have. I think I assumed we'd be at a certain level of success when we got the studio. So for me, it was more of like what I where I thought we would be. I think that's. It's almost good that you assumed that because yeah. then you, if you let's imagine you didn't think that you would be more successful with a studio. Yeah. You wouldn't have manifested it. Yeah. It's almost like that belief in the studio's the answer is the is the reason you get manifest success. it. And, you, and the, the reason you actually get success. Right. Eventually. It's, yeah, eventually. It's weird. It's, it's an interesting thing. It's weird. I, I think that's why it's so important to be listening to things that, right. you know, kind of like, they give you a deeper awareness. They give you the opportunity and the possibility to think a little bit deeper than you are. I think that's why it's so important to have coaches and mentors. Mm. Why it's important to have people in your life that are about growth. Because imagine if, you know, one of the, we got a shout out from Matt. Mm. My, my buddy Matt, I lived with him for three or four years early on in this journey. Imagine if he didn't believe in it. And, he's, and he thought my imagination was crazy. And so like, dude, that's never going to happen. Like, would I ever lived with him? No. You know, would I have helped him accomplish his dreams while he's helping me? Probably not. Right. It's so important because it can literally take one person to say, that's stupid. Like, that's dumb. What, you really think you're going to do that? That might stop the train for you completely. And here's the thing. Even if, even if that idea isn't the one that works, you trying and failing is going to make you better. Yeah. It's going to make you more aware. It's a trip, man. It's a fire episode. Yeah. I like this. You, Okay. I was told by, and you've heard this story, my guidance counselor said you shouldn't apply to MIT, you won't get in. What if I, while applying to MIT, ended up meeting someone at MIT that became a friend, and then that friend introduced me to my future wife or something? You don't know the effect. Have you ever seen, again, it's another movie. Butterfly Effect? Yeah. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, Fire Movie, because it it showcases the... See how I connected the dots there? Yeah. There's a lot going strong, on. Strong, <laughs> strong work. A lot going on. So for those of you who don't know what the butterfly effect is, not the movie, but the concept, it's a 
philosophical concept of a butterfly can fly its wings in Central Park. Or no, in, in Peking. You're or, really going off the rails. I know, a little bit. I'm going to get us some info. Butterfly effect. Okay, sounds good. We'll get, we'll get Google here. Here we go. Uh, the timer did go off. Just so, That was fast, huh? My goodness. Okay. This is... It's about chaos theory. Yep. Uh, let's see. In chaos theory, the butterfly effect is the sensitive dependence on initial conditions in which a small change in one state of a deterministic nonlinear system can result in a large difference in a later state. Yeah. So, okay. If, if a butterfly flaps its wings in China right now, that could mean that in New York City you get rain instead of sunshine. Okay? Because the ripple effect of weather dynamics and airflow, that's basically the, the idea. And so one tiny courageous moment, everyone out there listening right now, I want you to think of one thing that you imagined that became real. It can be like Kevin Subaru. It can be, you know, the partner you're with right now. You, you saw them and then you imagined what it would be like to be with them and you manifested it. Anything that you thought of that you manifested. I remember I wanted to go to WPI so bad and I worked so hard for that. Okay. What if your belief in that is also what brought all these other wonderful things to your life? Mm. And so where are we not imagining? That's what I, I want the takeaway from my perspective to be on how to get to the next level is we've all had that moment where we met that significant other and all of a sudden we started to imagine what it would be like to be with them, what it would imagine to be like going on dates with them, what it would imagine, uh, what it might be like to have sex with them. And eventually you imagine a future family and meeting their family and then meeting your family. Why aren't you doing that with your career? Why aren't you doing that with your dreams? It's so natural to imagine your wedding when you're with this other person, right? We've all done that. I've imagined my wedding with Emilia and I'm sure you have with Taryn. Why aren't we doing more of that with our dreams? And that's, that's the takeaway. But I, so I have a couple takeaways. Number one, you're already imagining it, but you're probably imagining the scary side of things. Right, the if worst side. If you're worried, if you're... Um, Anxious. Mm. You're probably imagining that things are going to go worse than they are. Right. So you're, again... Which you, is stopping you from trying. Exactly. You already have habits. They might just not, they might not be the right habits. You already are using imagination. It might just not be in the right way. Mm. So again, we can reallocate the way you, you use your imagination. But as an example, what I've been doing on my system of success, I have meditate, um, breath work, or silent time. So like for the last 10 minutes of my car ride, I'll turn the radio off, I'll turn everything off, and I'll just visualize. Cool. I'm not driving in the car that I'm driving in. I'm driving in my dream car. Everything. I'll I'll imagine I'm going to a different house. I just came from a different place. If you're visualizing, that's all you're doing is using your imagination. That's it. That's what you're doing. You're using your imagination. And you can imagine things that haven't happened yet. You can imagine the things that are happening are different. Like you can practice it. It's a muscle. It's Mm -hmm. a muscle. And I do believe that if you use your imagination long enough, you can turn those things into your reality. But if you don't ever believe that they're possible or you never have the audacity to say, this is what I'm going to do, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Imagination doesn't get talked about enough. I don't think it does. It's really, you genuinely cannot manifest a dream that you didn't first imagine. Otherwise, you're stumbling upon it. And we'll go, but this is a Bob Proctor quote that you'll love. And he, he's actually quoting Dale Carnegie. So he, he's quoting Dale Carnegie in this. And he basically says that anything focused on that's either feared or revered will immediately begin to clothe itself in the closest equivalent 
physical equivalent mm. possible. In other words, if you're imagining not being able to pay your bills next month and you constantly are ruminating on thinking about that, that might actually start to manifest itself. Whereas if you're imagining paying your bills that month and you really focus on that, all of a sudden your mind starts to work on how to make that possible, your subconscious mind, you know, and your intuition. I, I used to call it an emotional guidance system. Set a goal, imagine it, visualize it, and then let your emotional guidance system guide you. A lot of people, and then we'll go, I'm so sorry, I'm, I'm taking up more time than I thought, but this is important. I think a lot of people don't have huge goals because they, they don't want to be on the hook. When you imagine yourself and you set the intention to manifest, to, to achieve, to earn, earn, keyword earn, a million dollars, it's much harder to hang out, watch Netflix without feeling guilty. What if that guilt is your emotional guidance system saying, wait a minute, hey, Alan, remember? Highest Alan talking to lower Alan. Remember, man, you can't stay here forever. You, you got to go take action. You, you have these dreams, right? Whereas if you don't have any goals... Your highest self doesn't have to keep you on the hook. Mm, fire. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, Alan and I have partnered up and we have Next Level Podcast Solutions where we cater a custom package to uh, anybody from a high-end client to somebody who is just starting. I am also doing one-hour consultation calls as well. So if you're a new podcaster, uh, it's definitely affordable. Like we're talking 150 bucks. I'll just tell you, 150 bucks. Mm. Um, so if you're a new podcaster and you're looking how to get to the next level, you want to monetize, you want to figure out your content, get better guests, I'm doing consultation calls for you guys. I'm learning that a lot of people early on struggle when it comes to podcasting. Oh, yeah. And a lot of this for us is natural at this point. Mm. This is the easiest thing we do is get in, get in front of the mics. The, it's the behind the, the scenes stuff that people don't see that's a little bit harder. So if you're looking to get to the next level when it comes to your podcast, I'd love to help. A lot a bit harder. If I could go back to four years ago at the beginning of this journey, I would say, and I could talk to that version of Alan, I would say, Alan and Kevin, listen, you guys desperately need a coach in podcasting. Yeah. It would have saved us so much pain and so much time we, and so we much We were energy. literally talking about this the other day, and this is a breakthrough for us. Alan and I turned a podcast into a six-figure business. Yeah. And we never gave, never gave ourselves credit. If you know us, you know why, because we never do. Yeah. But that's what we've done. But we're changing that. And we want to help more people do that. Yeah. We are changing that. We're changing that. Also, I'm actually opening up my coaching for early entrepreneurs, same price point, um, and that will be basically anyone who wants to start a business but feels intimidated. Entrepreneurship is unreasonably challenging. Oh, yeah. Starting a business, and I heard Tony Robbins say this, so I'll quote him just in case the statistic is off, but I don't think it is. He said out of 100,000 businesses, only six out of 100,000 ever gross over 10 million. And that in any 10-year period, he says that 96%, so 96 out of every 100 businesses fail within a 10-year period. And that doesn't even mean the four that are still standing are profitable. Right. And so... Do not go this journey alone. If you plan on being an entrepreneur, I'm going to be honest, it's going to be unreasonably challenging. It's also going to be unreasonably fulfilling. But you need help. You desperately need help, and so did we. And we have coaches as well, so we eat our own cooking. Also, Masterminds, every Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This week, we will be do talking about the top 10 things that you need to know that you were never taught in school. Monday the 14th. Yep. We are talking about that. Fire. Fire. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this. And on our next, I think we'll do it on this one. Yeah, next on one. our next episode, as we mentioned, for 505, we are going to talk about the darker side of success. We are going to give you guys a real talk about success and about entrepreneur. 
the, the journey podcasting speaking like if you want to get to the next level of your life it's going to take a lot more than a lot of people give credit to and we are going to talk about that we love you we don't have fans we have family and we will talk to you on the next one talk to you soon Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.